to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Relationships, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, mm. are ongoing challenges. Ongoing. And I believe that's what we're talking about tonight. Yeah. Um, hi. What's Hello, up, dude? How everyone. are you? We just kind of jumped in there. Broads, we it's did. Good, to, good to see you guys again. It's good to talk with you. It's good to hear from you. Uh-huh. And uh, me and Grace then are in the building. And, you know... We're as, in the building. The crickets are in the building. The crickets are in the building. Um, it's, 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 it is funny. The crickets know when the microphones are on. So if you don't know, we're recording in my studio. So we do podcasts in here. We also do, you know, for years I do music in here, all sorts of stuff that requires the amplification of sound. Uh-huh. And crickets, I happen to attract <laughs> a highly intelligent cricket. And the crickets are highly tuned to know when you don't want them around. And that's when they show up. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of a, I think there's a bit of a bat signal they send out. And they go, hey, by the way, guys, they're recording. We should go check it out and, like, make, and, and make and make make some music of our own. They're like, this is a chance to get on track. <laughs> this is this is my. We might get signed. I might get signed right here. But Evan was also <laughs> explaining his entire system to me, which involves <laughs> lighters. It went, <laughs> it's a wild system. I'm not going to lie to you. It's absolutely ridiculous. So the but system he, is he was running around. <laughs> I was hearing scratching on the outside of the doors and he comes in and he's ducking down in the corners with a big barbecue lighter and it's, you know, there's carpet and, and it's all wood. Yeah. I'm willing to, um, you know, it's sort of test, like a, test the flammability of the building. Yeah. I was over here. It's like, chill, man, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> so what I do is, is the doors of the studio have like steel beams in them and they're hollow and the crickets get inside. So what I found is a good technique to get them to run away is I take a lighter. I put the lighter underneath the pipe so that the like the, the, the <laughs> like the oxygen, the, the oxygen yeah. and the heat goes up and they get, oh, my God, we got to get out of here. And then they all come dropping down and running away. It's 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 wild, but I don't know how else to get them out of there. It's a wild I mean, move. Uh, to me, it was all the only context I got before I asked him was Evan <laughs> goes, hey, man, are you stressed? And then he bends over and starts lighting his house on fire. Because I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed at all. I'm good, dude. Why is he lighting his house on fire? <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> I just want to see how how far I can get it to burn. How before. flammable is it really? Yeah. Right. They say this is a bad idea, but I don't know. Electrical I mean, fire insurance. We have insurance. We have insurance. I mean, I think. Um, okay. So as we always do, we are incapable of thinking for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we ask the broads, hey, uh, will you help us? Will you help us? And so we said, hey, will you help us with things that you want unhelpful advice, um, bad advice with um, ignorant advice, which is kind of our specialty at this point. Yes, it is the wind in our sails. It is. the Wow. Very, very poetic. That was like a lyric. You know, I took a small hit of a joint before we recorded tonight, <laughs> okay, and we're going to see. Um, I, I'm feeling very artsy. Oh, okay, you know, we'll like see that. how it goes. Okay, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> like Bring out more of a sensitive side of myself. Yeah. Okay. You're, yeah. You're like whatever it takes <laughs> to get on the good side. Just one time, I want to perform. <laughs> one time, I want to perform better than you in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Listen. So we'll see my time goes. is right around the corner. Everyone thinks you're an angel. Listen, it's it's my what's well, my act. It is. Let me say the nice things to make everyone, you know, <laughs> think I'm way better than I am because I'm not. It's, you know, it's maybe it's just yeah, it's like an evil. It's an evil plan. Yeah, you do it. You know what I mean? I'll say, I, 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 I even, I even, uh, I, I put together questions to set you up to make me look good. That's kind of my big mm-hmm. master plan with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how tonight we'll goes. Tonight this goes. Is, uh, to be fair, the last few episodes, I have, I tried to do better last episode. <laughs> I don't enjoy talking about myself. I don't know if you can glean that, but now we get to talk <sighs> hypothetically. Mm which is such it's mm. so much better to discuss hypotheticals yes um <laughs> i didn't even hit a joint but i'm i feel like i did um you know i i mean there's no question that like honesty comes with like possible backlash because sometimes <laughs> i mean that and that's the thing too anyone who gives anyone a hard time about being honest sometimes i think at the end of the day we're like hey we're all honest we're all trying our best out here well, and listen life is messy man yeah. Life is messy. Oh shit! Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you're like <laughs> correct. I mean, I'll I have talk no to you later. excuse. There's no excuse. I went on here. I said it. I have to listen to oh. myself say these things back. Oh, what is this? Becca's birth control alarm. Yes. Stop. <laughs> what, what do you, What do you mean a birth control alarm? So Becca has trouble taking her remembering to take her birth control. So she uh-huh. has asked me to help her out. Yeah. And I am diligent. Oh yeah. On this. Yeah, it's like if, if if I've if I've ever been diligent about anything in my life. Oh, I've learned my lessons. <laughs> I've learned, about I've learned that. my lessons. She was like, she mentioned it a couple times, like, oh, like I just haven't taken it tonight, and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, what do you? We've played with fire so many times. Like now this we isn't have, this isn't moisturizer. No, 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 no. This is like there's a there's a system here. Yeah. It has to happen. So she had me get uh, get in charge of it, and let me mm. just say, uh, the last I'm not in the house right now but i did text her um the last three nights i have personally delivered the pill to yeah her. right to her mouth to be like well yeah like, because she's like, like you're like you're like the warden i want to watch, watch you what tongue tongue uh-huh yeah. show me it's like side to Shawshank side Shank redemption yes do it <laughs> yes and well this is the thing is like when you start it you can whatever time you take it that's what time you have to take it like within like an hour oh you that, have okay so it's like that's you you can't just be like popping it once a day it's no, gotta be no, no. at 7 it has p.m to be within this like yeah like this 24-hour cycle oh my god so she took her first pill at the time we put the kids down okay so every time when the alarm goes off mm-hmm. she's changing a diaper she's nursing she's you can so immediately it's a, it's see a, how um, how the snooze button goes into effect yeah. and then you just put the kids down and you just 100 forget that you even have to do this thing and it's an inconvenient time. Mm-hmm. She's not chilling on the couch. Mm-hmm. It's right in the thick of like her doing a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's does she fight back a little bit? I'll do it in a sec. No, 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 no. But it was the 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 conversation used to be that she'd go, "Oh, I forgot to take it," and then I would be stressed out about her not having taken it. And oh, then sure. it was just like, okay, well, let's just avoid this entirely. Problem solve. If she's not managing it very well and we don't want to do any of the other options in terms of uh, what the, what are they called? IUDs? No, we don't want to do the IUD because there's, I mean, I'm learning about these things. There's a probability that that thing will go into her uterus. Whoa. I, w- I always thought about that. I always thought like, 
it seems scary. Dude, the stats. So I can't remember what stat this is, but we were talking about that when we were talking about the arm chip. And one of those stats. There's an arm chip? There's a chip full of hormones. Okay, no, it is. The IUD has an 8% chance of going inside of going of inside someone's uterus and then it like can tear up oh my your yeah. uterus and then you so get surgery basically we were like an eight percent chance is that's enough that's like how is that even legal that's enough yeah. <laughs> yeah and then the uh the chip is a hormone chip this is I, I always get nervous talking about this because it's like now i'm talking about things you can google maybe we shouldn't but, but anyway <laughs> the, it's a chip that does stuff i don't want to like the nicotine patch of birth control yeah 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 but it has so much, con- like it, the thing is supposed to last like four years mm. that it has so much. I think it's it's hormones, but it has so much it's supposed to last those four years. So some people have these crazy reactions sure. that like completely changes their personality oh, yeah. and become like incredibly depressed and all this. So we were like, well, no, we're not going to do that. Right. And then uh, it was either me getting a vasectomy or her just taking birth control. Are you going to get snipped? I don't really want to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, if we've talked about it, but we don't know, we don't, we're on the fence about whether or not we're done having kids. Really? And yeah, we are on the fence. Wow. I didn't know that. I'm not on I, the fence. I, I was going to say, I thought it was like, you guys were pretty like, oh, we're going to have a bunch. No, we as a collective are on the, <laughs> are on the <laughs> fence because we're on front? opposite ends of the camp. Sure. Well, I mean, 50, 50. Me personally, I'm over it. Right. You're right. You're done. Yeah. Sign, seal, deliver. Let's go. Yeah. When's college? But you don't want to get snipped. No. So what's that logic? Well, the logic is just simply we haven't made our decisions yet. Like right now, the way our life is going is like we're in this part of our life. You might at some point. Three years. You never know. Yeah, I might feel differently. Oh, you're just saying currently. Yeah. You're and, not saying, okay, gotcha, gotcha, and gotcha. And in terms of like, uh, you know, your, your, your rates go down when you reverse the surgery, even though it's reversible. Okay. Like male fertility goes down. Down. And if you reverse it. Yeah. Got it. My understanding. And then, um, I don't know, like there's been, there's a history of questionable fertility in the male side of my family. Oh, okay. So, so we you want to be super careful. Yeah. So we didn't actually know if I was like, well, we found out real quick. Whether yeah. I was, was going to say there wasn't, there wasn't much of a, no, no, no. I wonder if it works or not. Yeah. It was about right away. Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, that's like, that's the, uh, see, this is the thing. This is unedited. You guys get the full, the full that's the, the personal the life. Talk. Welcome to, uh, welcome to our living room. Well, broads, we are here. We have to take a quick pause. Bet Becca. you guys missed us, but I, you're just wishing it was us. Just, no, just wishing it was us. They're, they're killing it right now. Honestly, we, we listened to this. Yeah, we listened yesterday. to it. We had to, when we, when we knew it was relationship advice, we had to take a quick little <laughs> listen just make a little sure. nervous. <laughs> nervous, but they are, I'm impressed. I am thoroughly impressed. I'm thoroughly impressed. We might all have some discussions later as separate couples about a couple things, but other than that, we're good. I mean, we do not trust them to do the ad reads. Let's make that clear. So instead, that's why we're here to do a little quick pause. That is why we are here. And Broads, listen, <clears throat> I like to think of myself as a pretty patient person. I really do. But when it comes to standing in line, all patience is out the window, which means that going to places like the post office is pretty much my nightmare. And that's why I just don't go anymore. Nope. No more waiting in a long line just to send out a package or mail uh, back online purchases like I always forget to do. But now I don't forget to do it because I use stamps.com. Honestly, thank God. What a lifesaver. 
here's the deal broad stamps.com brings the post office to you literally with stamps.com you can do every single thing that you could normally do at a post office right from your home computer simply use your computer to print official u.s postage 24 7 for any letter any package any class of mail anywhere you want to send and once your mail is ready just schedule a pickup or drop off and you're good to go And you can't talk about Stamps.com without talking about the savings. You're going to get access to savings you can't even get at the post office, like 40% off USPS mailing rates and up to 66% off UPS shipping rates. Plus, all of the time, you're going to be saving, not waiting in those lines, circling that tiny parking lot for forever. Oh my gosh. Uh, Why do they always have like two and a half parking spots at the post office? Quick question. Make them bigger, you know, but you don't have to worry about it with stamps.com. Stop wasting time going to the post office and go to stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click at the mic at the top of the homepage. Type in chatty. That's stamps.com. Promo code chatty. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Well, Broads, for this next sponsor, we have a very special guest with us today. Do you want to say hi? Hi. What's your name? Amber. And what are we going to be talking about today? We're talking about KiwiCo. We love KiwiCo. KiwiCo inspires kids of all ages to become problem solvers and critical thinkers with their carefully curated projects crates. Uh, their project crates that will expose your kids to new concepts in science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And listen, the crates come with everything, right, Ember? Mm-hmm. And when you get a crate, are you able to read the instructions yourself and do it all by yourself? That's what my favorite part about KiwiCo is, that for all ages, they have different specialized instructions so your kiddos can take care of it all by themselves. And I'm always so impressed with how well Ember can do it, and I know all of your kiddos out there can do it too. And like I said, everything is included, so no having to run out to the store last minute. I promise you your kids are going to love it. Um, and look at this box that we have, Ember. What's this box about? Flowers. Flowers. We're going to be doing flowers. It's capillary action. Do you think you're going to have a fun time making it? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite thing about KiwiCo? That you can discover new stuff. I love that answer. You're a KiwiCo kid, huh? And your kid can be a KiwiCo kid, too. We are about to go do this capillary action box. We are so excited. And like Ember said, she discovers new and great things. And with KiwiCo, there's something for every kid or kid at heart every month with 30% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line. Just visit kiwico.com slash chatty broads. That's 30% off your first month at kiwico.com slash chatty broads. That's kiwico.com slash chatty broads. What was it, Ember? Kiwico. Kiwico. Thanks for being our special be- guest. Bye. And you know who now we're going to cut to? Daddy on the podcast. Do you love Daddy? Daddy. Daddy. Can you say Daddy? Da-da, daddy. Da-da. Daddy. 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 <laughs> Back to the bros, broads. Well, speaking of kids, let's get into relationships. 
Mm-hmm. So you guys sent in some awesome questions. You really did. Um, you guys always do. There's always so many good ones. Um, and so let's just dive in. I think we got some good ones here. The first one we got tips for getting over your ex. Mm-hmm. Should I still be friendly with them? Uh, if the breakup was amicable, how do I get over the hurt of a bad breakup? Seeing them move on. Um, you know, how fast is too fast? The whole breakup situation. That's a good one because I feel like, I feel like it's so different for each, um, you know, situation, whether you were friends for a long time before, whether you just met and then started the relationship, how the person is, all that stuff. Do you have like a personal, hey, you know, I always kind of, every girl that I've ever broken up with or got broken up with, I kind of, this was kind of my take or was it, you know, each one was different. Each one's different. I have to say it's far easier for me to move past things when I'm the one making the decisions. Sure, sure. It's when people end things with me. Right. That then I'm like, why? But, but it says That's amicable. Okay. It says amicable. So let's yeah, say they both but go, what is hey, amicable? well, I, I, you know, let's, let's say that you just go, hey, um, working, traveling, you're we're not we're not we just kind of lost a little bit of that connection but we know we have a lot of history together what do you do with that well so i mean there's that side there's also the um just the simply like when you're both are like "Mm, this is not the not what it not what it once was right uh dude i don't know i mean that's uh i think i gotta i gotta really okay tips for yeah tell me what you think tell me what you think well let's say this let's say you're hurting you know what I mean? Because obviously mm-hmm. if it's chill, it's not a big deal, whatever. But let's say you're hurting. Let's say you broke up with a person, but it was really hard. Let's say you broke up because, you know, there was there was just unhealthy things going on, but you're still totally attracted, totally into them. My personal thing is you got to not see them for a while. I was Like you th- got to commit to almost six months. That was one of the first things on my mind. And then you got to like, in my opinion, do a, you got to sit in it. You can't ignore it because it'll come back to bite you later. You got to give yourself a week or two to like cry or like, talk to friends about it and really sit in it if it's bad and then do a bunch of fun shit. Yeah. Like go just do new things, try things you haven't done in a while. Like you got to cleanse the palate. And key thing is the key reason why you don't want to see them is because you may be like, you may end up going to a mutual thing where your attitude is just sort of like whatever at this point. And then you don't show up looking your best. Or you don't right, show right, up right, in like right. the best situation, and then you you know you never want that person, no matter how amicable it was, you don't want them to ever see you on your back foot. You got to be on your game. You they need to be on your game, and they need to be like, oh, what's been going on with you? And you can't just be like thinking about you, right? Because that's 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 weak. Not gonna work. You got to come with the fire, and you got to be like, oh, I was just uh, you know, I was on this crazy backpacking excursion, living with uh, sure these indigenous people. It was unbelievable. It was incredible. It was life changing. I can't. It's just like soul opening. You have to say things like soul opening. There's so many things in my past that I'm realizing now, like, oh, I'm not that person anymore. You start talking like your life is on a path. And then they start to go, what, who, wait, I didn't get this Mm -hmm. when we were together. I didn't get this new improved You even start using keywords that, you know, stand out to them that before were dead to you. Mm. So. Yeah, I've been reborn. Yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. I'm seeing things through a whole new lens. Mm Mm-hmm. Just these, you know, the classic the phrases. So, yeah, this is why it's important to take time because you also have to go through, like, you have to stew in the, there's always like, I feel like there's a period where you focus on things you miss about the relationship 
And then a few weeks later, you get clarity and you start playing back conversations. Yeah. And yeah. the conversations now have a different hue to them. And then all of a sudden, like, you need to allow yourself the weeks to relive all these times and then find reasons to, to not like them. That's the thing, too, because when you, in the, you always think about the good times. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you miss someone, you always think, man, mm-hmm. remember we did that awesome thing? Remember that happened? That's not what you broke. You didn't break. Why would you break up then? If it was so great. Exactly. Why would you, if you came to this decision, like you weren't wrong, you shouldn't double back. Right. And then you also shouldn't stay angry at them, but you should have that, like the anger over all the like situations where you didn't say something or like, and because you didn't say something, then that pattern continued, whatever that is, let that fuel the, like, now you're going to work out five days a week. Now Mm. you're going to travel. Now you're going to completely change your wardrobe and you're going to start wearing skinny jeans or you're going to stop wearing skinny jeans or you're going to start wearing leather shoes. Oh, leather shoes. Yeah. Maybe you were just a tennis shoes kind of person. And now you're wearing like leather shoes. Which goes to my point, which is like, you got to do a bunch of new shit. Yeah. 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 Get a tattoo. New stuff. Because if you, if you can, if you're sad and you're heartbroken, if you continue doing the same things, then all those things will remind you of the person and how mm-hmm. they're not there with you anymore and how you miss them. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to like redo it all. So it's like the new wardrobe, maybe the new apartment, maybe the new whatever, because it's like now everything's fresh mm-hmm. and you're not sitting on that chair going, remember we used to yeah. make out on this chair, watch TV from this sofa. You got to like, re- I, I'm a big fan of redoing it. And the big thing I think in this is it's, it's a, I'm going to borrow a term from Crystal. Mm. She's a villain from Becca season. Okay invest in yourself love that mm-hmm. that's the time to do it is when you break up with somebody because part of it is you're losing there's an identity you had as a person that you were a, a, you were a couple like we talked about which right. is simply what's what is our take on children versus my take is yeah. like there's a we it's the first and foremost identity because becca's part of who i am in my life right mm. now mm. but now that you've broken up with somebody it's just you Right. So who are you now? Because you're mm. not who you were with them because they're gone. And you're not who you were before then. So who's this new you? Damn. So you got to invest in yourself. Yeah. So I'd say that is, that's a tip for getting over an ex. Okay. Should you be friendly with them? Yeah. Be the bigger person. Right, right, right. Don't be the, don't be the victim. Don't be the person that I can't be friends with them. It's like, <clears throat> I mean, unless it was toxic, obviously. Yeah. But if this person's a good person, it just didn't work out. I agree. Yeah. And if they were toxic, be patronizing to them. Be horrific. Yeah. Be like a school teacher. There's a small, innocent child who doesn't understand the larger mechanics of the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, red flags. What are red flags? To Sketchers, you? green text bubbles. Green text, big. Green text is big. <laughs> you hit me with the green text. It's like, I was really nice meeting you. We'll talk later. Maybe <laughs> never. I don't know. No, I'm teasing on the Skechers thing. Apparently that came around. <laughs> the green text bubble is still like, I'm sorry to everyone on an Android or uh, it's the, there's something about that Sapphire text bubble. It just you says know? something It's about not you. blue. It says something about you. It's a it says, crystalline, like there's a glow. Not a good glow. No, to the blue, I'm saying. Oh, to the blue, yes. The blue yes. has, yeah. The blue says, hey, we get each other. Mm-hmm. The green says... What happened to you? I'm sorry, but your texts are just sexier when they're blue. That's true. The green is just what what happened? Like what where did you go wrong? What happened in your life that you decided this was a good idea? You bought an open-ended sourced product instead of a closed source <laughs> system. You didn't buy into the Apple Apple culture. That's where you that's where you went wrong. Yeah. 
you, the problem is what it says to me is, and this is, please don't take this the wrong way, but it says to me, you're budgeting. <laughs> Cause here's the thing about budgeting. Here's the thing about budgeting. Budget. We all budget. Every single one of us budgets, but you just don't want to look, you want to, you don't want to act like you're budgeting <laughs> budget so that you can splurge in certain ways. Exactly. And guess what? Your data plans the same for either phone and you're on your phone all the time all the time and every time you communicate with other people you know yeah. you just you budgeted on that yeah <laughs> and also like <laughs> you're trying too hard <laughs> the blue works perfect it looks great you're now going out of your way to just be problematic have with you ever green. been in a group text with it's people with green it's awful you can't text them on your my on your, friends on your computer. and i we now stop including pe- we You're have out. separate text threats if you have a birthday party you just don't include them also can't i message you say you, you message them separately right but you don't they don't get to be a part of the overarching group text with everybody so i guess if you don't like friends yeah greens for you yeah <laughs> but in all serious um i have this one this one to me is is pretty important if you have good friends and i don't mean you feel like bad friends or toxic friends or people that are like you know bring you down or whatever but if you have good friends that you spend time with connect with um they build you up you build them up and you get together with someone that pulls you away from them or your friends don't like i'm a big big fan of like if you trust your friends if they're good people if they work hard if they you know what i mean like we all have like people that are just like dude what what do i why are you hanging out with that person whatever (laughs) i'm not talking about that person i'm talking about the person that's like a good person that you yeah. trust that you look up to or whatever and then they have like oh, i don't really like this person don't ignore that so if that person that you just got coupled up with is pulling you away from them talking shit on them being critical of them all the time and then not wanting you to be with them that to me is a big red flag um because I've seen it so many times in my life with friends who who got with someone and then they just like pulled away and then just never really hung out with them ever again. To me, it's like I've seen it too many times to realize that is a real surefire fl- uh, sign of someone who's like not like kind of a toxic person. Dude, so at first when you started talking about this, I thought you were going to talk about a green flag, which was friends approval. Well, that's a green flag. Yeah. So sure. this was like, this one goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. Because you just do the opposite. If yeah. this very good, if this tr- very trustworthy person approves of this person, that's a you know point in their favor. Right. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I agree wholehearted. Um, in case you're wondering who these people are in your life, they're the person who says they think you're drinking too much. They're the person who's like, how is everything between you and your parents? Right. You know, they ask you the fuck, they say the oh, fucked the, up shit oh, the and they ask you about the fucked right. up shit. They actually yeah. care, but they're not just going, That's great, the person, man. They're when the they're like, in. yo, this person is bad for you. You should listen, give them their, don't do what they say necessarily, but give them the time of day mm. and take their, take their opinion into consideration because sometimes they had a better perspective on what might, what might be good for you in that situation than you have for yourself. Cause we tend to put ourselves in situations where we like, to me, the most attractive thing are the things I can't have. Got so it. typically it's, you know, when you're getting treated bad, well, you like, start being like, what the fuck? Like, this is so elusive. Like I want it now cause yeah. it's hard to get. And then if I get it, it proves this value of right, like right. you know there's like it's so fucked up that we'll put ourselves in those in those things but when your friend's telling you that it's that you're in a fuck you just listen to him yeah uh 
the only way I can think about these is like anecdotes from my dating, but okay, red yeah. flags for me were always things of like, granted, this might be personal, but if I'm talking about ambition mm. and someone's like, I mean, but you're fine. Like, you know, like if you were to never do those things, like I'd be like, whatever. And I'd be like, I don't need that. Right. Push That's me to be like, better. I need you to be like, you're absolutely right. Like, and if you don't attempt those things, like that's not the person I want to be with the person who's going for those things and be like, yeah, shit. Like, so if I don't live up to those expectations of myself, then I'm going to lose you. So I better be the person yeah. I want myself to be. Like, I always wanted to date people who make me want to be a better version of myself. And you feel like if you don't, you might lose them. Yeah. Not people who are like, you're fine how you are. And that's, and that's honestly, it's the same goes with friendships. And that's why people, people are, and I mean, not people like people out there. I mean, everyone does this thing with romantic relationships where they completely treat it differently than a really good friendship Mm -hmm. because now you're having sex. So now all of a sudden it's not the same. And it's like a relationship is a friendship with an extra added element to it, which is like romance. Mm -hmm. But you wouldn't. Like you wouldn't recommend being friends with someone who doesn't inspire you, who doesn't push you, who doesn't ask you how you're doing, who doesn't call you out when you're slipping. The same goes with the relationship with someone. You should be with someone who's constantly saying, hey, what's going on here? Why aren't you? I know you're better than this. You know what I mean? And they're working hard to impress you and to push themselves to the next level. So I completely agree. It's just weird how people have like friends in their career and then they have their relationships. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm a part of this relationship and it's the hard and this and this doesn't seem right. And this is toxic, whatever, whatever. But I put up with it, you know, because I love her or I love him. And it's like, or you wouldn't a, do that. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? It's I so don't crazy. No, I also wonder if there's like, we're all guilty of it, too. It's like we are all definitely guilty of it. But like I, I have seen friends who like for whatever reason to me, it's like if they have that, if they have sex with someone, like if they're loosely dating someone and they start having sex with them, they feel like guilty if they're going to like, I, I don't think oh, it's the like, right world. I see what but you're it's saying. Like, it's it's like they like, feel like they owe this person. Because they've had sex, now I owe you whatever they want almost. In a way. And yeah, I'm I know like, what you mean. I, like, there's like a guilt involved. Yeah. But it's yeah. like, it's not entirely guilt. But I've always just been like, I don't feel like if you have sex with somebody, you don't owe them anything other than like honesty and the time of day normal respect but like <laughs> i mean normal respect not like, like you don't crazy. have to make these like crazy <clears throat> sacrifices of like hey like i know that you love uh golfing and surfing but like you're not allowed to do that anymore if you're gonna like if we're gonna continue to do this be like that's you can't there are people in the world who will let you do the things you like to do and get yeah. naked and yeah exactly and be attracted to each fiddle other around those those people exist yeah they exist yeah, people like, people put up with so much bullshit in a relationship because they're just kind of together yeah but it's you like should, if a friend was making you miserable you just wouldn't hang out with a friend anymore no no no. you should choose the bullshit that you're gonna deal with yeah you don't have to deal with bullshit yeah exactly you will <clears throat> oh yeah i mean it's a part of a relationship you will, but you can choose it right right yeah and like you know it's just like yeah it's just like someone who looks out for you mm-hmm. um this was like a random one but i thought Someone, a red, a big red flag to me is someone who's super obsessed with your exes. Constantly. Well, threatened by them? Threatened. But I think it's not as obvious as, like, I think it's, that's the byproduct of the, of the, um, source of it, which is like, if you're super obsessed with my exes, you're not interested in like going forward. 
you're just obsessed with how you compare with them. You're obsessed with how, um, you know, the person will look at you compared to their exes there. You know what I mean? It's like this weird, if you're, I think, I think a real sign of maturity is with you're with someone who doesn't really like, who just goes, Oh, that's cool. Or, Oh, do you have you like, have you ever dated someone like this or like this? Cool. But isn't like, the, what's her name? What's his name? What was, you know what I mean? How, how, what do they look like? Let me see the Instagram. Like that's not a good Am sign. Am I bigger than them? Wait, am I what? Could I take them? Could I beat them yeah, up? Could I beat fight? them up? You know, whatever. Well, it's like, stuff. it's just like when you're like, when you're obsessed with how am I the best one you've ever been with? That's a red flag. Mm -hmm. It's a red flag because you're already setting up this thing of like competition. Also for me is never talk to your exes. Like Becca and I talk to our exes. Oh, I see what you're saying. If you never talk to your exes. Right, yeah. right, right. Not if they never do. I'm like, whatever, that's your own thing. Right. Don't tell me I can't. Yeah. Unless it's like a weird thing. I guess but that's like, just control factors in that way. Mm -hmm. All of the type of controlling, like imposed control, not default control of like right now, I hardly have any free time to see my friends because I have children and I'm working and my job and, like, and all these things. And you have to balance your job and your relationship and then your social stuff. Yes. So like there's default time away from those people. But when your partner is starting to enforce unnecessary like start putting up unnecessary restrictions like yeah. that for me is a red flag yeah 100 percent, 100 um positives <clears throat> are all the opposites yeah i mean yeah just everything we said if, if someone's the opposite if, if someone's doing the opposite it's a good thing yeah um i thought this was a good one and i thought oh and of course blue text bubbles that's a positive yeah, well, that's the number one yeah um how do I ask a guy I've been hanging out with if he's interested in more? How do I not just be the fuck buddy? Well, without saying you just have to uh, ask them. I mean, no, that's not the whatever. We're going to take that part out. How do you do it? <laughs> how the fuck? How do I ask you guys? Okay, so here's so my here's my view. You on go, it. you go, you go. Scarcity. Start pulling away. Oh, yeah. Start pulling away. It's one not, way. Not, no, no, not in a manipulative way. Not you don't pull away trying to get them to react to you. You simply go, cool. If this person isn't taking initiative, right? To to want more of this and i want more of this i think that like you said on the other side of just communicating i think a lot of times it's just like you know what start to go cool i'm gonna start taking care of myself i'm gonna start doing my own thing i'm gonna start seeing other people i'm gonna start doing all this and then if that person realizes oh i didn't realize what i had i'm gonna now step up and and, and communicate hey i was taking advantage of the situation i was e getting my you know getting my cake and e eating it too and if that person steps in then you know hey they just needed to kick in the pants a little bit to realize that they were slipping. But don't, I, I really am like, sometimes the over, like, do you want more? What, what, who are we? What are that? Some, it's like, if they really wanted it in the moment and they, and they were mature enough to handle it, they would have done something. So, and sometimes you just pulling away might be the, like what they needed. So I think I agree to an extent. I, I'll probably, I always think of relationships as it's a power dynamic. And it's like negotiations. <laughs> yeah, you always want to hold the power. Never let go of the power. And, and I would agree because the pulling away is holding the power. Yes, that is a form of holding power. In this though, like you have to decide, like uh, so, so in, in negotiations, 
the biggest play you have is being willing to walk away from a deal. Yes. So if someone doesn't meet your end of the bargain, if they don't meet, if, you, if, if you're saying like, hey, you're going to do this for X, Y, and Z, but you're like, no, fuck Z, I'm doing it for X, Y, and B. If they don't want to do that, then you're just like, cool, deal done. That's mm. it, over. So if you're at the point in a relationship where this person's like, you, you don't want to be their fuck buddy and you want things to move to the next step and you don't want to keep sleeping with them to keep reinforcing that relationship, you have to ask yourself like, okay, is that it? If, if they're not meeting you on these terms, then you can't like, you can pull away or you could just be like, hey, for me to continue having sex with you, this is what I want from you. Where are you at with that? How does that make you feel? Like I'm a firm believer in transparency mm. over just wishy-washy. Like when you pull away, someone might be thinking like, what did I do? Oh, I see. But you might want them to do that, but that's just games. Mm. That's just games. It's not like a direct like problem solving approach to it. And I just always thought, I always loved just the like, here's what we, what I want, no bullshit. And then you just, they're on their, like they're either going to meet you half, they're either going to meet you where you want, where you want them to meet you or they're not. And then you have to be like, you know, cause if you're not prepared to end it at that moment and then you continue, mm. you don't want to be in that position. Sure, you don't want to guess- have made, you don't want to have made a point for yourself and then just continue. Sure. But here's my thing. Here's my thing with it. Ambiguously I'm a- sleeping with someone. Right. But my thing is this. People do what they want to do. Okay. Yeah. It's in every rom-com. It starts off with the guy. He's mm. sleeping with the girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, this is like 90s rom-com, right? So it's always the classic, like, girl sleeping with the guy. The guy's aloof. He, they're booty calling. They do the thing. They keep trying. They keep trying. She keeps wanting more. She keeps wanting more. We're trying to play. Trying to figure out what's going on. And then he meets another girl, immediately falls in love, immediately gets married. And for me, it's like the proof is in the concept. If he's not committing if he's not saying let's hang out then outside he of sex then he doesn't want to and it's like if it was electric for him or her to be around you outside of sex it would be happening clearly the sex is good but clearly the emotional connection isn't there as much so it is what it is you know what i mean and it's like I, that's why i say pull away because i go sometimes people can take advantage or some people can think that they're, they're, they're like the shit and they, I can get whatever I want. And so you pulling away might wake them up to realize, Oh, I've been an asshole, but you, I honestly think that you going, what are we? What are we? What are we? will cause that person to maybe even more so go, Ooh, this is too crazy or whatever. Well, what are we? What are we? What are we is, and it's a little different than just being like, Hey, we've been dating for two months. No, but not dating. Okay. We've just been sleeping buddy, together. Friends. We've been meeting up. We've basically been meeting up, watching Netflix and sleeping right. together on weeknights. Right, right. On or Thursdays. weekends when we're not doing anything. Right. You're not inviting me over to your friends for, for fucking Magic the Gathering. You're not inviting me to play FIFA at your boy's house. Right. You know, <laughs> like what's going, yeah. what the fuck are we, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, broads, we're popping back in. Listen. So I often find myself in an interesting conundrum. I love, and I mean love, eating a home-cooked meal, but I don't like cooking. So what's Mm. a girl to do? Well, I'll tell you. You sign up for HelloFresh, and there you go. Problem solved. I've been eating HelloFresh meals like probably four days a week these days, and it doesn't get much better than that. 
HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit for a reason, because when you join HelloFresh, you're going to get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouthwatering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. No more trips to the grocery store. No more messy meal prep. It's healthy, delicious meals done easy. So easy, in fact, that I get to have Ruth involved. She loves it. I'm like, here, just dump this little thing in the bowl. Dump this in the bowl. Mix it oh up. Bada bing, bada boom. Ruth, future sous chef extraordinaire. Yes. Call her Julia Childs. Every <laughs> single week, you'll pick over 25 different recipes from vegetarian meals to gourmet options. There's literally something for everyone, every craving you might have. HelloFresh has you covered. I have yet to have a meal from HelloFresh that wasn't incredibly good. But if I had to pick a favorite recent one, it would have to be their uh, BBQ pulled chicken tacos. Oh, my God. That sounds it amazing. So good. They're delicious. It's truly shocking that they're just ready in 15 minutes. Correct. 15 minutes. And because all of the ingredients are pre-measured and portioned, it's a great way to bring Ember in on the action, just like Ruth. Oh, we got our, we got our kids in the kitchen. I can't yep. wait till I don't have to make anything at all. I just send Ember in with HelloFresh. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, we love cooking dinner as a family. And, you know, you don't have to worry about any potential mishaps or wasted ingredients. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty12. Use code Chatty12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Chatty12. Use code Chatty12 for 12 free meals, including shipping. Now back to the bros. That's a... Okay. I think it's... I yeah. think what you're right. I know. I think that so... So I'm someone, for instance, like I got ghosted one time. Right. And I refused to be ghosted. <laughs> I would right. I would consi- consistently text this person until they responded. Right. Because I was like, fuck you. You're not fucking. You're that's not, not lo- how this is. I was also right. like, what in the world? Right, right. No. This doesn't happen no. to me. No. I am the ghoster. I was also a firm thing of like, you can't do that because that's weak backbone stuff. Mm. That's invertebrate stuff. But it shows the feeling. Which yeah, is, but hey. It, it's not for me. It shows me no, but it also shows me like you're too, you can't either. I refuse to take the position of like, I'm not worth their time to tell me this. It's simply that they are a weak ass human being. Right. And can't deal with the stress of telling someone how they feel to their, to, at, at any reasonable rate. Got so it. not only are they, I get, in, I get so mad. It's only happened, it happened to me one time. I was insanely furious about it, but I always yeah. thought like, I'm going to break up with a girl. She wants to call me an asshole or whatever. That's fine. But I've always been honest. Right. I would, I will die an honest asshole. I will die an honest man. Then a weak loser. Yeah. Or just like, (laughs) no, I know what you mean. I know what you you mean. You know? So, so I, when that happened to me, I was like, no. Right, 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 right. So I was like, how, like, wow, sick, sick ghost. But you're not all together the time, with that person. Just like, no, not at all. And I just and wanted the them proof, to respond. Though. That's the proof. And then I was just, I once I got him, I was like, got you. Never gave the response. Right, but right, it was right, just right. The, like, yes, it's like trolling someone on the internet. Exactly. Like, I just want the response. You're not trying to connect with someone on the internet. You're trying to win. So for me, pulling back is like everything you're saying, 100%. To me, like, granted, this is like what I want. This is like a lot of it's like what I'd want to do. Sure, sure. But I would always, I, for me, I need the clarity. Okay. I need crystal clear clarity. Got not it. ambiguity. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You, so like you, when you I was dating, exactly what happened when I was dating, I never wanted to be caught in those positions. So like if I was just interested in a girl to like be like, look, this is really fun, but I don't see like a relationship here. Yeah. I would be explicit about that. Got it. You'd be like, hey, this is exactly what's going on. Like, look, we can continue to date, but like I'm also going to date. I'm going to be going on dates with other people. Got it. Are you OK with that? Sure, sure. 
like setting up the fuck buddy situation as opposed to stringing them along for the sex in order to yeah yeah of course totally, yeah, that's like, called a bad person it's an me. asshole move to it be is. like here's what i th- here's like yeah. i have a lot of fun with you but i'm not i don't see this as an exclusive relationship like yeah you're an asshole for saying that but i'm honest right well i wouldn't say it's an, on- an asshole i would say it's an asshole if the whole thing was like you know built on it wasn't then all of a sudden you surprise someone with that well but exactly like, you then know. you're absolutely an asshole yeah Okay, another question. Okay. Is it possible to have a successful relationship and be stronger after taking a break? I mean, so more little little anecdotes. Mm-hmm. We started a couples therapy. Okay. It's something that only it's like it's only positive when both people want to be in, to improve. So Got like it. if you're taking a break, right, an intentional break. If you're taking an intentional break, <clears throat> it, it it's only going to work if both people want something positive to happen at the end of it if it's not if it's not give me a breath i'm dying here if it's more like i need to get in shape for the marathon Mm -hmm. yeah got it yeah um definitely agree my thing is this and this is more just like uh not assuming but generalizing if it's if you've been in a relationship for a long time like at least eight months to a year Mm -hmm. like minimum i know people that like are taking breaks two months in and i'm like okay listen if you take breaks if you've taken a break within your first six months of dating it ain't gonna work like because you're in full honey so if you're taking breaks during the honeymoon phase wait till you lock in you don't want to be there no no It's, it's someone needs an escape someone's in a toxic situation and they can't let it go so they're like putting these weird barriers in place and making the person jump over them and they keep jumping over the barriers and chasing them and then so it's like my thing is like it can totally work if you've put a lot of time in, if you've developed a, a super serious relationship, if you're really working to the next level, and then there's something that's going on that's like really problematic and the person needs to change. And so you and you both see it and you both say, we need a break. Then yes. Yeah. But if this is like some sort of like, I don't know, I'm just like annoyed and I just need to breathe. You're not going to like breathe and go, never mind, I'm not annoyed anymore. You're going to get pressured back into the relationship if you get back in and then you're going to end up right where you went back. Absolutely. I mean, the key in all these situations for me, like I think all relationships hinge on honesty and transparency. So it's like if you're taking a break and you both honest, like honestly invested in the positive outcome at the end of the break, then it's probably going to result in something positive. A hundred percent. Or you'll both be able to take an honest look at the relationship and be like, okay, it's not, it's actually not working. Right. But I feel, I'm convinced that there are plenty of people who are insanely dishonest, not only to themselves, but their, but their partner. And then like you end up in these situations where it's like you're in, you are in couples therapy, but the other person's not actually in it. They're just, they're just going through the gambit so, so that you can't say to them that they didn't do it. Yeah. But they're not actually invested in the situation. One of the most hurtful things you can do is to just try to protect someone's feelings. Mm. Because what actually happens is you screw them over twofold oh, yeah. by not being real with them. So a lot of times what happens with the breaks is that people go, you know what? I just, work's been crazy. I just feel like I haven't been able to commit my time to the relationship. It's been really hard. Um, I just need a break to kind of gather my thoughts and figure out what I want. That's a lie. 
it's also like you're gaslighting this person. Right. It's the, it's the, it's not you. It's, it's not me. It's you. Or no, it's like that. It's not you. It's me, but it's really you. Yeah, but it's but actually I'm making you. you. It's the, what is that? Uh, it's not you. It's me. Is it Jerry? No, no, it's. What's his, the other one? Is it from Seinfeld? I think so. And he like always does that. George? Like, George. It's like his class. That's how he breaks up with every it's woman. Classic. It's not you. It's me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so it's like, that's, that's a classic lie. It's, you never break up with someone because you got issues. Yeah. If that person gives you life and makes your life better, you're never going to break up with them because you're like, this is amazing. If anyone ever says it's not you, it's me lying to your face. No one, no one gives away great things. Or is there simply just, it's the like, when they're saying that, they could mean it, but it's from the like, it's, it's not a, you, it's simply, I don't want to be with you, so it, therefore it's me. Exactly. It's like, it's, it's like. me not wanting to be here anymore. <laughs> right, which is technically you. Yeah. And it doesn't because mean you. Because of who you are. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you did something wrong. It no. just means that's how they feel. It's just, you are you, and it's not it's compatible not with, I'm just, right. you know, you're not me. You're not mean me type. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, the real problem with you is you're not me. <laughs> and I am looking for me because I'm in love with me. I'm, <laughs> Be more like me. me. Yeah. Um, if you, you could just understand me more. Yeah. <laughs> um, if Do you guys have a reoccurring argument? Yeah. Like just kind of like a, it's always this one. Yes. The recurring argument is when Becca or the kids stand in the way of me being able to do whatever the fuck I want to do and I can't. It's the bachelor lifestyle that mixed with the family man. Suddenly it's the still still coping with that I am not the center of my world anymore. And I will say man you got thrust into it. You went from zero to not the center of the world. Yes. As opposed to there wasn't a gradual well you know each little like little little you you just like got catapulted to the top of the mountain. Yes. And so the, was, weather's, the weather's crazy up there and you're trying to like figure out how to handle it. To say, I was looking forward to owning my own business as a single bachelor. And, all, sick, and, and all the reasons why. Let's be honest. Because when you're dating, one of the first things that comes, everyone's like, oh, don't ask them what they do. But right, then right, when you right. ask them, you're like, so, okay. Or like, you know, you're, however many times you've tried to put off that question, it's going to come up. Like, what do you sure, do? And sure. you just be like, oh, you know, like I work whatever fucking job. I hate it. And you're just like, oh, actually, you know, I started my own business. Right. And it's like, oh, wow. Oh, you, you were really, you were you really hoping for your sexy moment. Yeah. I was looking forward to my sexy moment. You were looking forward. It's like, it's like a version of, um, you go into someone's house and they have a piano there and you sit down and you just shred on the piano. Oh, shred. Like, Whoa. Oh my God. And you're like, oh yeah. I don't yeah. Really just know, little, I this whole thing. Whatever. Yeah. No, you always imagine being the, the guy where it's like, there's a party or a soiree Ooh. and no one can play the there's instrument. There's many vases there. around the house. Yeah. And honestly, like the campfire guitar ones, like not, it's not the not same thing close. as suits with a piano. You just sit and down. And curtains. You, you sit down and you, and you like have a, you know, your tail cut and you kind of mm-hmm. throw it out and mm-hmm. you sit down and you say, what is this you just you you tickle the keys a little bit and then you go and then it's a halloween party and you go straight into monster mash (laughs) ripping (laughs) on the piano that's an insane and you have someone you have someone dressed as the bride of frankenstein sitting on the piano with their cocktail singing the whole thing for you okay so it's like a whole thing it was the mash That's an insane one to do. Or I was just saying, it was the first one that came I into my like it. a party of song. Of all the songs. Of all the songs. Of all What's the parties. Like, <laughs> a monster match. Like, it's it like this. Yeah, it's 
smash. <laughs> it's a banger, dude. I love that. I love Monster that. Monster Mash is an absolute banger. Having a secret hidden talent is definitely like such a fun my buddy Fantasy. so my one of my friends in college his name is jack yaguda love that name it's such a good name yaguda are you kidding me yeah. fun fact <laughs> his dad created the slogan peanut buttery butterfinger whoa wow wow except he's not he doesn't collect royalties from every butterfinger sold Bummer. because he was on contract to create that slogan yeah so he was, was just getting he was just getting like a salary it's just that thing every <laughs> single store every single gas station he's guys like oh yeah i made that yeah and he's like got nothing to show it's for constant it, but, uh, validation but um he also invent he also was responsible for the butterfinger bb but jack gosh, the butterfinger right to just man, the candy king this man had an effect on my childhood but um his son was an incredible musician mm. like incredible like any instrument and yeah. he played obscure instruments so he like spent time in india playing tablas so you think you understand jack's talents because no. those are the outward ones those are the ones that come up to parties the man was a tap dancing champion wow and i found this out after like three years of knowing him it casually got dropped in conversation and i was like wait what hold the phone St st everyone needs to stop everything they're doing jack tap dance and he was in like little slipper birkenstocks okay. and just busted out a little like i don't know what i don't know what the name charcoal shuffle like some kind of tap yeah. it was incredible how often do you get to see like people ta tap dance up close not often but i'll be all also honest with you i don't seek it out i love not something necessarily like i go wow i want more of that talents like that are my favorite so kind of benign Utterly benign. <laughs> I mean, tap dancing is the most benign of talent. But it's, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like I can touch. I'm double jointed. It, you're like my elbows are double jointed. You're just kind of like, okay. It literally cool. leaves me. I'm but I mean, all within a within thirty seconds, I'm done. It will leave me grinning like a muppet, okay. like staring yeah, at right. it's it's like, yeah. It's the kind where you're like, honey, get up. Look at this. Yeah, you're wasting. You're like, look, look, at this, look at this guy. But now you're like a, but now this guy's like the party favor. He's kind of like the, the guy everyone's just kind of like, ah, that's weird. Well, yeah, but look it's at this guy. Endless entertainment. That's for me. true. That's I'm true. like, dude, those kinds of hidden talents. I'm like, oh my God. Right. Not this, guy's, like, this guy. I think I'm more amazed by the, like, you spent a lot of time doing this? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a, <laughs> such an icebreaker in that of like, it's like all the, I was on competitive swim teams till I was like 17. From like six years old to 17, right. I was in a, and then you a leave competitive and you're like, Why swimmer. did I do that? I could have been tap dancing that whole time. You could have been tap dancing. No one just gets to like, I can't just, that's not a skill that travels with me. The second you stop swimming, you're like, stop being a fast swimmer. I, so you need a pool. And even yeah, if you and had a like, pool, no check one... this out. I got a talent. You got, but you have to come down to the pool. Well, and race me, and you have because... to be there like six in the morning because that's when we practice. Well, the thing about pool, the swimming yeah. too, is that it's not impressive unless you're racing someone. You because it's slower than like walking. So like, if you're watching someone swim fast, live it doesn't seem fast unless you're trying to beat them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like. It's like, uh, yeah, I feel like that's the story of my life is like researching stuff online, figuring out how to do it and then realizing, why did I waste that? Why did okay. I do that? So backtracking, hidden talents, green light. That's a, that's a bonus green flag. Okay. Well, it means that there's dedication. I like mm -hmm. that. I like that too. Um, also, it's sick, sick icebreaker with your friends. That's true. Be like, yeah, so this is the girl I'm dating. Do the, do the thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dance. So what you do. So what you do. How, yeah, right. how, how sick, sick is that? that? Um, me and Jess's recurring fight is that i'm selfish oh so it's very similar it's self but in different ways 
So yours is the like maintaining the uh, bachelor lifestyle. Okay. Mine is the just like I, I like I just forget that she does so much. You know what I'm saying? So like we'll just be on vacation and I'll be like, oh, sh-. like it's like there was a big shift in our relationship. I used to kind of do a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The like and then and then at some point in time. I just woke up and it wasn't like that anymore. And she was taking care of so many things. And I got, I get, I get, I got lazy with it. And then like, there'd just be times like, I just, we just like are on vacation and we're like doing all these things. And I was kind of like, oh my God, Jess kind of did all this. And now I'm like, not doing a lot in reciprocation you know what i mean like i'm not checking in on her to make sure she's okay i'm not like oh my god you did this and this and this and this and this how can i help with this i'm just kind of like floating through it and realizing like and not realizing until it's like presented to me like hey by the way like i did all this can you help me out with this small thing and i'm but so like in my own world so it's like i always am in this in these waves of like I'm tuned in. I'm helping a lot. And then there's waves where I'm like, I'm just in my own world and I'm like working and I'm doing my thing. And then I'm just like, oh my God, I haven't like been a part of the details at all. Well, it's un, it's like a catch because you're never going to be doing as much as mom. That's the thing too, is like, they're always doing more than you'll ever do. It's and so always, you always just feel kind of like, okay, sorry. Like that. And they think of everything too. Th- the, she take, thinks of everything. I just don't know. I don't get it. The amount of times I've wound up in the doghouse from forgetting that is uncountable. It's, it's, it's literally un, in, it's it's endless. impossible to count. The amount. Well, I'm. I have at the I, gym. And you're like, so I'm in the doghouse. Forty seven things all the before. time for this. Exactly, dude. I have my go tos are like, you, <laughs> you never. Right. <laughs> oh, dude, I should get a tattoo because I do never. You that's never, a good. That's a good tattoo. You never. Please start. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. oh man, if I start any sentence with those things, I'm, um, um, it's, I'm in the doghouse. I've put myself. I've walked myself out there. Oh, so you, you saying you never. Oh, me saying you oh. never to Becca is boom. One way ticket. I'm one on the way couch. ticket to the couch. I'm on the couch. Have yeah. you ever slept on the couch? Dude, I just wait till like I put in a book on tape and start watching or watch anime and then wait till like one thirty in the morning when she's like a little more like or like just later in the, in yeah. the night when she's a little like a little uh, quieter and like and then I just crawl back into bed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that approach. See, I, that's a good approach because it's kind of the harmless approach i can't sleep you're not on the fighting couch. your way back it's you're just simple you're, you, know, you know what you're like that's like the little kid who gets told to go back to bed and then like in the middle of the night you just wake up and they're next to you yeah you're like pulling the move you're like pulling the little kid move you're like i'm not i i know it's a losing battle if i fight my way back into that bed but wait till she goes but i'm gonna slowly crawl back in what is she gonna like fight me out no it's not i gonna never happen. the thing that sucks too is like one out of ten times i'll be right Right. One. Right. One out of 10 times. Right. It's enough to keep me fighting, but it's. <laughs> I don't need a lot to keep going. I don't need a lot to we, keep us, going. Us guys don't need a lot. Like I said, it's a power Just struggle. I don't want to little... let go of my power. Even if I know I have no power in the situation, Dude. I don't want to let go of it. No one wants to let go of their no power. No one wants to let go of the power. No. You don't want to feel that helplessness. No, 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 no. no. You don't want to be out squant, like floundering. Maybe I want to just go out there and watch anime. <laughs> 
She's like, you're sitting on the couch, you're like, good. Sick. The couch is more comfortable than the bed anyway. Now, <laughs> now I'm just going to go out here. I'm going to catch up on my Naruto episodes. Do <laughs> you think I want to sit next to you? Not like this. Not now. Get out of here. Nar- Naruto? Yeah, whatever. Okay. Naruto. One that came to mind. I like Naruto. I mean, that sounds great. Naruto's I don't know anything sick. about. I don't know anything about it. We watched anime together. Mm-hmm. Remember that? We watched that one Netflix while the ladies were recording. We were watching the kids, and we watched. I'd never seen anime before, and he showed me anime. Anime's tight. Anime is sick. I used to have an anime. I used to have an anime suggestions show. It wasn't a review show. It was a suggestion show for people who don't watch anime. Really? Because mm-hmm. so, it was like it's like music. Where it's like, oh, I want to get into into this genre of music. And you're like, cool. Well, there's like top tens. Like here are the top ten kings of this genre. Oh. Or like these are these are the people who did this best. Okay. So you should start with them. And not necessarily the mainstream. It'd be like, hey, I want to listen to reggae music. And your friend's like, dude, you got to check Bob Marley? This guy you got to check it out. And you're like, no. Okay. There's a lot of other people. Got it. Who made reggae music that aren't Bob Marley and they're very good. Got it. And you should probably check those things out. Okay. Cause it's a little less mainstream. It's a bit of an education. Yeah. You're providing an education. Yeah. 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 Be like, here's the cream of the crop. Got it. So we had the show. It was called unicorn suggestions. It was it like a YouTube thing? This is what I did before I did. This yeah, is what this, I, did yeah, this, I, I understand dude. now why you're struggling with I had, the like, independence. Because freedoms. We would like, we'd be in the garage and we would be filming. Like we were all into, we all wanted to work in, in TV in some way. And we literally got together and like wrote scripts and created these shows. Yeah. And skit shows, like all kinds of stuff. That's fun. It was really fun. That's, I could totally see you doing that. It was really fun. It was awesome. It was like the kind of stuff we were just saying. It's the kind of stuff you can't, it's, it's like, you know, relationship kids are getting in the way of this stuff yeah. <laughs> babe you're getting in the way of my anime suggestion show okay literally literally Light, literally the amount of anime that i the amount of time i have to watch anime now is so sad in comparison to how much anime i used to watch i used to be caught up on everything man what was your yeah okay i get that that's everything. I mean, we definitely have to die to we something. We would smash through seasons. We'd like get together. It was like social TV. Got it. Got it. Like video games can be antisocial and then yeah. they can be super social. Yeah. It brings people together. And it was in that. It was like we had a group of friends. Like we'd get together, like switch up houses, order dinner, make dinners. We'd have these like, you know, anime night. And then we'd also, it's like our friends when we played uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Warhammer and all that. It's like you think of those things. It's like, oh, it's like kind of like you know, like you're not going out, but it's like, I don't, who would want to go out when you could play Warhammer? I get that. With all your friends. And it's really like quality time too. Yeah. Because you're like discussing, strategizing. I get that. It's fun. Uh, How do you maintain independence while growing in a long-term relationship? Sacrifice. You have to sacrifice your independence to get any semblance of it back. (laughs) okay just metaphorically kill yourself (laughs) and realize that's never gonna you're never gonna be that person ever again say goodbye to that person barry i was saying when you get in a (laughs) long-term relationship you should like everyone's focused on the wedding but like you should just have a funeral for who you used to be (laughs) also (laughs) i like the idea i love the idea of like uh you have a wedding 
and then right after the wedding, the, the sparklers. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get in a uh, a limo. Yeah, you go straight and, to the graveyard, and then you and then you you drive to a graveyard, and in the grave is you doing whatever you used to love. Yeah, yeah. And it's then, it's and, then you, and then there's a picture of you. So it's you watching anime with buddies. It's, you know, yeah. it's me on some trip or golfing all the time or something. And then we take our pictures, we set them in the grave, and we bury them. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. we, we do a ceremony. We, you know, um, it was, it really was a great kids. time, this whole thing. And then after, you move on. Yes. And you should have like, an, you should be able to have that closure and acceptance yeah. and not get blindsided. And you by can it. visit the the tombstone. Yeah. Here lies. Here lies the Evan life. Here lies the life I once led when it was my life and I could lead it. Because now oh, I love visiting the gravestone <laughs> with flowers. <laughs> You're like, babe, I gotta go to the, I gotta go to the cemetery for this a little was, bit. You're like, oh, okay, cool. And you get flowers, you set it down, you walk back. Just be like, yeah. Whenever you're having problems in your relationship, you can go back and mourn when you used to yeah. just not have the problems of a relationship because right, right. you didn't have a relationship and you didn't realize how free you were. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, maintaining independence, I think that um, you both. So here's the thing: it, it comes back to the whole like once you're in a relationship all the rules are out the window. It's like, you're still a person. You're still just a person who is with someone who is friends with someone who has a romantic element to it. Like this isn't magic. No, this isn't sorcery. This is simply, I fell in love with someone. I love being around them. We have sex. This is incredible, but you shouldn't change everything about yourself. So like, if you have to, like, you need to maintain independence, just like you don't Balance. spend and just like you don't spend every waking moment with one of your friends. And you don't, and they don't tell you how to live and they don't control you. Like and you can't eat it'll cheeseburgers make you every day. It'll you make you better. Yes. Your independence will make you better for the relationship. It will, but it takes balance yeah. and you need to understand the balance. Absolutely. You have to sacrifice your freedom and you have to sacrifice your independence in order to have independence. Right. It sounds counterintuitive. But, but the thing is, is, is like if, if, if someone wants independence in a relationship, as long as it's healthy independence, right? Okay. If it's like so, independence that makes you a better person and that person has a problem with it, there's a jealousy problem. Here's there's the there's hack. a controlling problem. There's a hack though. There's a hack. Okay. There's a life hack. It's called intentional time. Got it. Oh, right, it's right, right. intentional time. This is a big, guys, this is a big fucking keyword that your partner is really going to appreciate. It's called intentional time. It's not default relationship time. It's time that you invested own personal time into thinking about spending time with that significant person that you've chosen to be in a relationship with. Yeah. Intentionally. It's not, it's not automatic time where it's just like, no, we were hanging out. Those things. I when was you eating were, in over there and you were doing on your phone over there. We hung out today. It's like when you're talking about being on vacation and realizing that like just planned your vacation, like researched your hotel, bucked the child. Yeah. That's called intentional time. That's super intentional. That's super intentional. Yeah. What did you do? Showed up. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good look. <laughs> no. And if you're doing it all the time, this is what I'm insanely guilty of. Yeah. Then when you ask, when I ask for the, for the be like, oh, my friends are the last minute. We uh, talk about uh, getting to go to play poker. Right, I'm right, gonna right. I'm going to go. I'm going to miss dinner. I'm going to miss putting the kids down for bed. I'm probably not going to get home till two in the morning. I'm probably just going to sleep on his couch. I'm going to get too drunk. And then I'm going to be hungover the next. Are you good with that? 
when it's like if I haven't put the intention set out in. time into place to be like, hey, you know, Thursday night, here's what I've got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunday, you yeah. know, well, after we, we can go like, you know, I've arranged for Ruth and Franklin are going to be with my parents. I booked us, got in a time before COVID. I booked us stuff at the, we're going to the case bar. Oh, okay. you know, like know little things ball, where yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, like honey, like you thought about this, like you yeah. stake this out a, a week ahead of time, and it's like, yeah, just because I, you know, I want to go, I want to go to do this thing to my friends, but like I also have like I want to see you. I so really it sounds never, like I've never done the scenario that I've laid out. No, no, this is all. This, this is, is all, the talk no, we no. have, and let's and let's also just kind of recap here. None of this is advice is coming from a place of. We do it all the time. No, we are. This is like, this is like reading a book, reciting the answer. I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I know I have a problem. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't know. It doesn't mean I'm going to do the right thing. No, no, no. But I'm I know like, how to tell you how to fix your problems. I've listened to the things. I just don't want to do it yet. Yeah, I mean, if I listened to the advice my whole life, my life would be very different. I'd be yeah. way richer. I don't. I'd be way happier because I would have fixed all my shit. And invested when I should have invested. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good, at, good, at, good at giving advice. Not so good at taking the advice no, we're giving. No, 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 no. And most <laughs> of the advice I'm giving is the stuff that I get. It's told to me in the argument that I'm on the losing side of. Right. Right. That's where I'm right. coming from. I'm just giving you Becca's advice. I'm reciting what I've been, what I've been told. Yeah. Um, These are the lessons I've learned. These are the lessons I'm learning. Yeah. That I've yet to enact. Right, right, right. This is this is more me telling myself what I should be doing. Yeah, intentional time. Um, I like intentional time. Yeah, I think that like you have to realize it's like the gym or something. It's like working out or getting good at anything. It's like you have to be, you have to plan it. You have to be intentional about it. You can't just let it happen because it's like it's not showing respect to the other person. No. And I also think there's a slippery slope of like, when you get into the point in your relationship where you start living together, you're so much, I call it the default time because it's roommate. Yeah. It's your roommate. You just kind of default to like, Oh, we hung out all day yesterday. It's like, well, just cause we were in the same building doesn't mean we hung out. No. And that's what uh, Becca always says to me because we're like taking care of the kids where it's oh like gosh. being mom and dad is not hanging out. That's not our relationship. You can also go to the park for three hours with your significant other and walk away and be like, we didn't hang out. I chased no. around the kid all day. Like there was, even though we spent three hours together, technically, we didn't hang. I was in dad mode. There was no sense of like, oh, I hung out with you. I got my, I got my, I, we got our connection. Now I can go get my connection with some friends. It's like, no, I didn't get any connections. So and I'm going to go, you know, it's like, it's not the same. Mm-mm. And especially like you said, when you have kids, but for those of you who don't have kids, I think that like, when two people commit to like spending quality time together, then a lot of times what happens is you then respect each other enough and you, you then go, I want you to be better. So go have fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like the only time I think that someone goes, wait, why are you hanging out with them? What are you doing? Is because they don't feel like you've connected with them. You know, it's like, they feel like you're not putting the time into working with them. They're not like the connection isn't there. So you're going, well, we haven't really even connected and you're already wanting to get out of here. Or I pick it as they're threatened by that. So then it makes them threatened because they mm-hmm. feel jealous about the situation. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a good situation, you should want that person 
oh you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a guys night or a girls night and connect with your friends go have fun like go connect because i know you'll come back happier do it for yourself yeah be like you know what i'm gonna be that cool partner and be like yeah you go do that go do it go do it challenge yourself let them go do it they're not gonna run away and maybe they will but and most they won't for you personally if you have a problem with it it shows that you need to go to be more independent Dude, this was very... So, okay. So, as you all know, listening, Becca's constantly talking about po- not polyamory, but, you know, this open... Open relationship. Yes. <laughs> and You're like, nah, whatever, whatever it is. You know what? Actually, they interviewed, um, whatever, v- Vanderpump. Yes. She was very like... She was like, you have a catch. Lisa Vanderpump's on Team Me. Yes. So, that was sick to find that out because it was like, finally... <laughs> But uh, <laughs> finally, someone's on my side. Finally. Um, but uh, she, what is it? Becca was reading these books where it was like a lot about in these situations where people have multiple relationships. I, yeah. I actually think these lessons, it's a lot of self-reflection stuff. I think it applies to people who are not in these relationships, who are in a monogamous relationship. Oh, got it. A lot of it is examining areas where you are threatened by your partner being with, being with and around someone else. Mm. And I actually find it really interesting for anyone who's, I would, I can't, unfortunately, I can't remember the name of the book, but a lot of it talks about with like the, the, the examines what's, what could possibly be happening in your train of thought where you, you do feel so threatened by someone spending their time with someone that's not you. And where is that coming from? Yeah. And it was like, it's actually for being a book about how do you maintain a relationship while sleeping with other people? Mm. It's actually just a really good book to be like, how do you maintain your relationship with this just one person? Because all of it's about self-examination. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. That's super interesting to think about when it comes to what makes you act a certain way. And all, and all these questions are related to this, which is Why like, are you threatened by this? Why? Like most of the things we do, if you're completely unthreatened, completely confident, completely independent, but also completely communicative and loving and all these things, then you're never really going to struggle with anything because you're like, you're going to be honest. You're going to be open. You're going to be caring. You're going to think about what the other person needs. You're going to help them get it. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like a lot of this comes from just our insecurities in life and our um, trying to survive and us trying to feel valued and us trying to feel cared for. So it's like, if I'm someone who goes, I don't want you to be so independent. It makes me feel like you don't care about me. That's an insecurity of mine. And if I'm someone who goes, you're smothering me it's because I haven't done a good job setting up our relationship to make you feel loved so that you will be excited when I go do my thing. Yeah. But I created this kind of dynamic to where now you're questioning us all the time because I haven't given you this feeling of like, I got, you know, I got your back. So it's like, it's always comes down to just an unhealthy dynamic. But that side of like, I have your back to me is like, that's a sign of a good relationship is like, there's, I mean, we were borrowing quotes from some other thing of like, you deserve the love. What what is it? The perks of being a wallflower coat of like, you accept the love you think you deserve. Yeah. It's a fantastic quote on terms of like, why do we do dumb things or put ourselves in these situations? The other one is like, um, so uh, it was on the line of what we were talking about of like being with a partner who makes you want to be a better version of yourself. But when you're in love with someone, you're in love with who that person is. 
constantly, not yeah. who they are in that moment. And people yeah. change, people are amorphous. And like your partner should be someone who encourages you to explore potential change in yourself. Yeah. Not someone who like wants to keep you as you currently are. And so it's like, those are signs where like, for instance, like Becca really wants to pursue more stuff in school. It's so stressful for us to think about taking on more things, but we're going to go through the pain of like, or the painstaking process of trying to find out how we balance her taking on more stuff. Because the last thing I want to do is be like, no. And it's the same thing for her supporting me of like, we're both so ambitious. We want to keep on taking more projects. But at the end of the day, we're supportive. First and foremost, we're supportive of us taking on more Mm. than being like, no. It's more of a question of like, can we make it work? How do we do this? How do we balance it? And And that's the thing too, is like, this isn't some sort of like, you should just be down for everything and say yes like there's gonna be times where you we're both gonna look at our partner or they're gonna look at us and be like too much or yeah. or not good or whatever but it's also being like don't start with that start with like how do i make this person feel valued how do i back this person up how do i make them feel loved how do i hook them up and then go okay maybe this isn't healthy maybe we gotta figure this out but it's like a lot of people like you said it's a big one which is like keep you as you are if do the last thing you want is that you want to I never want to be the same person every year. I want to grow and change and you should want that for your partner Mm -hmm. because, and if, but if you're afraid that them growing might shift them away from you or shift the dynamic of your relationship, then that's a surefire way that it is going to happen. Look, we were talking earlier, not to divulge too much. We were talking earlier before the podcast, you were the breadwinner of your family. Yeah. For like 85% of the relationship. And then didn't you lose, didn't you guys, you had your, you had one job and you lost your job. Yeah. I mean, it was a mixture. I was doing a bunch of different stuff, but I mean, even aside from like, honestly, even if, no, no, whatever. but even if that didn't happen, Jess is killing it now. So like, even if nothing happened in my life, she'd still be winning so, more yeah, than I. And that's I mean? a crazy dynamic shift. And, it, and I'll be super honest with you. It was not over. It was not an overnight, like, okay, cool. I mean, it took a long time for us to figure that out because the dynamic was so specific for so long that it's like, you know, it, I mean, my ego, my sense of worth, my, how the relationship was set up, everything was one way for like eight years. And so it's like to have it switch on a dime like that was amazing, but also like definitely took a lot of like, growth and self-reflection and relationship reflection and figuring out we are more than this this dynamic we've set up for the last mm-hmm. eight years that like we are a loving couple that loves each other it doesn't matter what we're doing or what happens we got each other and i think it was it was a journey it wasn't overnight you know dude becca's parents talk about like uh they go back to this, like her dad became very successful over the course of their lives yeah but they constantly talk about how they were like, if he's always like, if I was to lose all of it, it's like overnight, he goes, I know I'd be happy. Right. Cause we were still happy then. Mm. That's why I always find it's like very cool to me when they talk about those things of like, if everything were to shift, right. If the entire balance of their life were to kind of suddenly shift out of place, they would still be happy. Yeah. Cause it was like, they're happy together. Yeah. Navigating. Yeah, Totally navigating those things not staying stagnant moving through life yeah you know yeah. like you said choosing you were said last like a couple weeks ago like choosing each other yeah you, you have know? to choose each other i mean this is a bachelor term you have to choose each other every day 
Right. And that's just like to answer that question on like this is a long term situation where it's like, yeah, if you choose to, if you choose that, if you if you're making the solid choice to put the best effort forward to make the situation work, it's the best probability of it working. Right. Totally. And the best probability of walking away positive. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. And um, we never mess this up. We do it every day. No, perfectly. yeah, absolutely. And that's we the have beauty of us. Relationships. We have perfect relationships. We're perfect to our partners. I'm and and you guys should try to be more like us. I'm 100% a perfect partner. Yeah. And that's, and that's, you know, anyone who doesn't believe that yeah. is, you know, is an idiot. Yeah. Anyone ignorant. who finds fault or criticizes me is just it's sad. <laughs> I feel sad for you and your blindness. <laughs> Thank you or for the Evan. questions. Or Evan, if you ever criticize Evan, you just listen. Like, I'm coming for you. Don't criticize me ever. Ever. Never ever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm fine. No, everything's fine. Uh thank you for the questions, everybody. Thank you for the that questions. That was awesome. That was fun to to walk through. I think I think what's cool about these questions too is they r- remind us of shit that's going on in our mm-hmm. life. And, oh, you know what? This reminds me. I haven't done that lately. That's oh, I, I, the other day when we had that conversation, I didn't really handle that well. This is what I'm saying, dude. It makes you, the, when you were talking about the last episode, how has all of this changed us? It's making us better people. It's true. It's making us better people. Any updates? Any updates from Evan? Uh, you mean the personal? Yeah, just personal, business, whatever. Um, updates, things you want to share. Mm, just working on shows. Shows are starting to come back slowly. So tours for the year. I work with a lot of artists on their tours and things like that. They're slowly starting to come back. So we're starting to work on those, which is fun. Um, definitely been crazy and stressful, but... Uh, but excited to be back in what I love doing. Tried to give you snaps. Snaps. For the shows coming back. We'll see. Hopefully safe shows will make their way back. Yeah. How about you? Um, Oh, funny you should ask. Oh, what? crazy. <laughs> no, I, I should have wrapped it up. No, like, you know cool. Anyway, thank you guys Absolutely. so much. <laughs> no, no, no. Things are good. Actually, um, we have a fun thing to announce is the gym did a collaboration with a company called Mr. Green. Sick. We made fun. I'm actually wearing it. It's, it says getting high in Long Beach. I want one. And it then on the back, it says, so Mr. Green is a, it's like a weed company, uh, clothing brand, but then also the climbing pun of getting high. So on the back of the shirt, it says high seven days a week from Love 10 that. to 10 Long Beach rising. So you can come down to Long Beach and get high with us. Love that. Yeah. Go like on the rock climbing walls, you get high up, but, uh, you can actually broads if you feel so inclined and you want to support the gym. You can actually do so by purchasing these things through the Mr. Green shop. M I S T E R G R E E N. There's the plug. Shop Mr. Green and our collaboration is up there. We made water bottles, tote bags, chalk brushes with a little secret compartment to put your joint in. Love that. It's the first time you've ever been able to support the gym retroactively. Love that. Big plug, big it. plug, big plug, amazing, amazing. Self, it's a sort of a, look, I have to, I have to put it out there. I, lo- I think you should. Absolutely. And if you want to support me, go to one of the tours that I make, Who put th- a sign and it says, Evan, we liked it. Everyone wants to know who it is. <laughs> Who's tour? A different, bunch of different people. Evanescence. Yeah, mainly Evan, mainly mainly back. rock bands from 1993. Oasis. Yeah, I wish. Oh my God. That, that, would, be that would change epic. my life. I, I could die. Uh, anyway, love you, bro. Love you too, man. Love you, broads. We will see you in two weeks. We are now a staple, by the way. You ain't getting rid of us. No, we are here not. for the next 20 years. Deal with it. Chat soon. We love Chat you. Chat soon.